into the contest. It's Tuesday, the 21st of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here and Shane. Lee, how are you? I am fantastic. Timothy, how are you, mate? Yeah, great. Any better, I'd be twins. I was watching the Emmys <laughs> and made me think about you know, sitting on couches and people have been watching extended TV series mm. and movie marathons. What's your favourite movie? Mate, it'd be... My two favourite movies would be Pulp Fiction. Go fetch the gimp. Yep. <laughs> we better go and wake him up then, won't you? And, uh, and Dumb and Dumber, mate. Um, yeah, I think that's an absolute classic Jim Carrey. What's the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> dumb and dumb. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I, I'm a pretty boring. I, I loved. Uh, I love Morgan Freeman and Shawshank when Andy Dufresne yeah, came to Shawshank. He had two choices. He could get busy living or get busy dying. Andrew Dufresne chose to get busy living. And that's what we're going to do today on Afternoon Sport. Of course, so much going on in the AFL. Two really interesting stories coming out of Melbourne and Western Bulldogs. We'll tell you about that. Cameron Smith takes a crack at Nathan Cleary and Harry Kuehl unceremoniously sacked. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Now, everyone's getting excited about the AFL Grand Final. Of course, all the fans in Western Australia that are able to get there, the Melbourne Demons, can the fairy tale come true? First time since 1964. What about this story regarding Melbourne forward Tom McDonald? He went from an AFL reject to a Grand Finalist. It's a real rags to riches yarn, this one, Shane. Yeah, really good story. He's, he has been around for, for quite a while, Timmy. Two years ago, um, he sort of burst on the scene kicking 53 goals um, and then had a really couple of bad seasons in a row, um, almost to the point where his contract was up. So he hung around the club, decided to do everything he could, um, even though he was probably not going to play this year. And as you said, mate, he's turned in, he's going to be playing the grand final, as is his other, the other forward in Ben Brown was pretty much put on the, not to play again, uh, I suppose, play a heap uh, at North Melbourne. So you've got two forwards there that sort of really have turned their whole careers around and now we're playing the grand final and they could walk away with the ring. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? These stories, when they just pop up, it's yeah. uh, it's a real signpost to resilience, isn't it, as a sports person, to never give in. Even, you know, before you start any career, it's just, you just got to keep moving, don't you? Obviously, you need to be gifted or talented in whatever sport or profession you're in, Shane, but... Uh, you have to just keep going. Yeah, and it's funny how things can turn quickly, Timmy, and um, yeah, at some point in your career you feel like there's no way out, you, you, you're doomed and you start looking more back than forward. And um, But if you hang in there, mate, things can turn and Tom McDonald and Ben Brown are two great examples of that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we look at uh, injured Western Bulldog star Josh Bruce and look, I think everyone felt for him when he did his ACL and here they are now in the grand final. And there's two ways to make a 
uh, you know, go forward with something like that, isn't it? You either sit in the corner with the doona over your head or you, you choose um, a more selfless path, and he's done that. Yeah, and you can see why the Western Bulldogs is in a grand final for the second time in six years with guys like this around the playing group. You know, Josh Bruth playing in his 150th game. He, he does his ACL. He's out for the season. As you said, he could go and you know, wallow in his pity uh, under his doona, but no, he's been helping the club pack um, you know, merchandise for the fans. He's been in there and doing everything he can in and around the club. And uh, what a great team, man. Good on you, Josh Bruce. And what about this other name in AFL? A lot of people won't know this name because he's not a player, but he's got a fantastic story of of two major triumphs that are possible in 2021. Matthew Innes. Yeah, well, I actually played cricket against him. He was a left-arm, sort of medium-fast bowler for Victoria. Played a lot over in, in England, I think, for Northamptonshire. Took a lot of wickets. He, he swung the ball both ways, but he wasn't um, you know, overly quick. But what what the guys turn around, he's now the physical um, performance manager for the Bulldogs. So he could go in and be potentially part of a, of a grand final win. But he also coached and did the physical education in and around the Malaysian cycling team and got a medal. So in one year, he could end up winning, winning an AFL grand final, be part of that team, and winning a, and a medal at the Olympics. Amazing story. Yeah, extraordinary. Particularly when he's probably gone in and out of bubbles and all sorts of things mm. to be, to you know, not the most easy year logistically. Uh, absolutely bloody impossible logistically. So well done to him if he can uh, if he can tick both those boxes. Now rugby league. Cameron Smith has had a real rip at Nathan Cleary. It's interesting this because he's he's come in and he's doing stuff with um, the Melbourne Storm, of course, uh, where he was a, an out and out legend. Is this mind games? I don't know. Does this does this kick him into getting his kicking game right, or does this make Nathan Cleary nervous? I'm not quite sure. No, you're right, Timmy. The mind games have started already, and um, and no one better than Cameron Smith to uh, to put a couple of little barbs in there for uh, for Nathan Cleary, um, who I thought had a had a a very sound game uh, on the weekend. You know, it was termed the probably the the game of the year, um, a really hard fought match. Um, but he's saying he's yeah, his kicking game is a little bit boring, but surely all your jo- all your job is to do is get the job done, and, and Cleary can do that. But um, this is going to be the big test for him, and let's see what. Uh, whether he's going to you know, turn into the superstar that we predicted at the start of the year and, and take the, the Penrith Panthers to a grand final. What about the Tigers? They're an absolute no. mess, aren't they, uh, West Tigers? Uh, we saw, um, you know, tales from Tiger Town and, you know, the, 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 the woes of 2021, Michael Maguire under the gun. Mate, they're all out of the shop, aren't they? They were supposed to have a board meeting yesterday and it was cancelled at the 11th hour. Um Clearly, I think they were going to give Maguire the sack, but they don't have, haven't got a replacement. Um, yeah, and it's funny, when they sort of did the Tiger Town uh, documentary this year and pretty much lost every match, um, it really put the spotlight onto the club itself. Um, they are struggling, but yeah, Maguire, this is his third season. He's finished 9th, 11th and 13th this year. Not a great record at all. And if you look back at the last five coaches for the Balmain side, none of them actually have more wins and losses. Um, they all uh, have had a lot more losses and wins, and um, it includes uh, Tim Sheens. And and look, look, I've been critical of Michael Maguire in the past, and he's a good guy, look, a very likable bloke. Let me say that to start with. But I think he's got what Justin Lang has got, and it's this over intensity, which you just, you know, a long term in any coaching box. We saw it with Brian Smith at Parramatta in rugby league. We've seen it before in other sports. This over intensity just does not work, does it? I mean, I know he won a premiership with South Sydney, but it's your job to try and get young people to the top of their game, not to get them on the edge of 
their seat to the point where they can't perform. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, mate, it is a game. And if you're looking over your shoulder the whole time and nervous and you're going to get yelled at, it doesn't really uh, bode well for the players. But, you know, it's, as I said, mate, ninth, 11th and 13th in three seasons, and he's lost a lot of players have gone to other clubs as well. Um, you, you, you wouldn't say it's a pass mark, that's for sure. Now, what about uh, being a coach in any sport? <laughs> Not a lot of fun because as we're talk- <laughs> talking about Michael Maguire, there's every chance that he might get sacked. Uh, Harry Kuehl, famous socceroo absolutely left out on a limb. Yeah, it's a strange one, this, because as a player, um, he, he was a bit sort of a real loner. Um, cool, he, he was known to do his own thing. He sort of lived away from, from the town and um, you know, sort of kept to himself, just did his job. Makes it really, really hard to be like that when, you, when you're coaching a team and he's been sacked from a fifth division team. So I'm sure his ego's dented there, that's for sure. Yeah, and um, it's uh, what about this name? Have you ever heard a name of uh, Beckham in the world of soccer? <laughs> and look, <laughs> well, I remember when David Beckham went to the LA Galaxy for 176 million, and everyone said, "Oh no, they'll never pay for it." They paid mm. for it in a week in merchandise. Now the next generation. Yep, Romeo Beckham, mate. Um, you're going to struggle with a name like that, aren't you? Uh, with with the girls, but uh, mm. he uh, he made his debut for Fort Lauderdale. Um, but it is his dad's team, mate. So I don't know how good he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first yeah. one picked. Yeah, I, I heard he's actually not too bad. And 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 an interesting story from the English manager Serena Wiegman, um, who was a international player with the Netherlands in uh, football slash soccer, and her story where she had to be pretending to be a boy so she'd actually get picked. Hasn't women's sport come such a long way? Look, she's only, that's only going back, you know, 30 years ago. And as, as you said, mate, she had to pretend to be a boy just to play sport. Girls weren't allowed to play at all. She said she had a short haircut, so she got away with it. But, um, yeah, women's sport has come on leaps and bounds, thank goodness. And I was sort of just reading the other day that, like, women weren't even allowed into the SCG members bar until I think it was the late 70s. So... You know, we've come a long way in society, thank goodness. Absolutely, and that lends it to this next story, the Australian women's cricket team. They've been a formidable force uh, worldwide for quite some time. They're just about to embark on this one-day series against India. First time we've had a one-day series like this against India since 2018, and they've got a pretty reasonable record, don't they, Meg Lanning's team? Yeah, they do, mate. 24 matches in a row they've won. Um, this will be their hardest uh, match to date. The Indians are, are quite a good team. They're playing them in Mackay, um, and the preparation hasn't been ideal, mate. They've sort of been in and out of bubbles. The team's been arriving at different times from different states, and they've got quite a few injuries. Three of their fast bowlers are injured, but hopefully there's apparently a really good um, new fast bowler called Stella Campbell. She's 19 years old and apparently can bowl Real decent pace, and so hopefully she'll make her debut um, in the green and gold. And what about this absurd village clip that's gone wild, the craziest ball of all time? <laughs> Boy, I laugh. <laughs> mate, that, the guy, yeah, he gets out and he throws the bat and hits his, he hits his mate in the head with the bat. It's, um, it reminded me of bloody Scott Hookie and Neil Maxwell in a grade game. I think uh, Neil Maxwell hit Scott Hookie on the, on the bum with his cricket bat and then Ended up in a full-on punch-up at North Sydney Oval. They were both lunatics on the cricket field, weren't they, when they let themselves go? Mate, they were, mate. And the quote was best from Scott Hookie. He said, Neil Maxwell hit me that hard 
on the ass. It was as if he was trying to hit a six off the last ball of the game, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. The old slazenger polyama. Um, all right. Well, let's finish today with a story of, of one of your former New South Wales players. Of course, you played with both Scott Hookie and Neil Maxwell, but you also played with a bloke called Greg Mo Matthews. And look, I remember being at a one-day game and I, only, I was only young and he was fielding. It was a day-nighter. And um, some bloke gave him a beer on the boundary and he sculled half of it while he was fielding it finally. That was him. Mate, he was one of the greats, mate. A great off-spinner, uh, a very quirky guy um, and a funny guy to be around. But every year around this time, we'd be doing beep tests. And it, it was a, a horrible thing because you knew you had to go to total exertion. And um, this particular day, it was raining at the SCG and we thought we'd get away with not having to do the beep test. But sure enough, the fitness guy had us in the members bar and Greg Matthews decided the beep test starts slow with the beeps and they, you know, they get faster as it goes on. But he went out hard on Maui Matthews and went out hard ahead of the beep and he was about 15 laps ahead of everyone else. And then he just died in the arse. He ran straight through the members bar uh, doors, straight out onto the SCG. It was raining and dived in his speedos onto the covers in the rain and just lied there for 10 minutes. Greg Matthews. <laughs> he's mad, he's mad. What, what about, did you have a room with him? Yeah, I did once, uh, five days, didn't see him once. Didn't see him once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, had too many, he, he had other things to do, I think. Oh, Greg Matthews, love the nightlife. Yeah. Love it. The king of everything, we called him. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Shana. Yes, mainhaircare.com. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Check them out. They're really good. Yeah, and our brilliant producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, will be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.